and welcome to On the Horizon. This podcast is an extension of Horizon Church, a relationally driven, socially conscious, Jesus-centered church located in the heart of Towson, Maryland. We are recording today from Dean Studios. Thanks, Bryce. My name is Beth McDonald, and today we'll be chatting with Steph Schilling and Ashley Francis. They are the powerhouses behind Kid Horizon and really fantastic women. I've been saying this every time, you're going to love them, but you are. Uh, everybody who comes on are awesome people. Good morning. Hi. Good morning. Hi. Hi. Um, tell us a little about yourselves. How about Ashley? Just um, who you are, what you're doing, and kind of what you're, do you have an official title for Kid Horizon? I do. So okay. I, Steph and I are both um, children's ministers. That's that's our title that we share. We job share this position. Um, so I'm Ashley. I'm 31. I'm married to my husband, Dan. And we have two kiddos, um, Lillian and Judah. They're five and three. Very fun. So you're very busy. <laughs> I am very busy. <laughs> <laughs> and I know, Steph, you're busy too. <laughs> Tell us a little bit about yourselves. Yeah. Um, I'm married to Matt. And we have Owen, who is two and Annie who just turned 10 months how so, so yeah. she walking crawling she just started moving. walking and it feels like a whole new world oh, of is. keeping track of two moving people ah, <laughs> but they never good. go in the same direction oh, never. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh my it's goodness fun. yeah yeah so you were a teacher right Steph I was I taught oh. at a private school um in Baltimore for nine years before Kid Horizon I taught first grade um, and then second grade. And why? So really had you always wanted to be a teacher, or is, was that something that came I know. People later? ask me that, and, you know, I don't think there was a huge moment where I was little and said, I want to be a teacher. I remember playing teacher a lot with my sister, and I would always insist on being, like, the bossy teacher. And she would, like, so sweetly just Are do you the all oldest? of the ridiculous. I'm not. She's actually so – we're twins, so she's oh. the oldest by three minutes. <laughs> So. I don't know if I knew you were twins. <laughs> you learn something new every day. I guess so. That's cool. It's fun. Yeah, so um, we went to college, and they were kind of like, what do you think your major is going to be, and you think you have all this time? And then I remember literally going down the list and thinking, well, I don't want to be a doctor because uh, blood and, like, needles, no, <laughs> and, like, lawyer. I'm not really great at confrontation that seems like too scary so then I was like hmm, I like kids so I, I took some classes kind of out of order and did a lot more of the like teaching classes and kind of fell in love with it so it's that's so great and then I became a teacher so so great so tell me how did you become involved in Kid Horizon what so when we were expecting Owen I kind of Matt and I had a lot of conversations about what that season would look like um kind of knew I was going to step down from being a full-time teacher and spend a little bit more time just at home with with him um and this opportunity just kind of opened up and I was we were blown away how God kind of provided this opportunity as I was leaving a really great teaching position right. and kind of felt like a family um and not knowing what the next step would be um it kind of all became apparent that Horizon was hiring and looking for someone um, and just a perfect fit of feeling like some teaching skills could be used at church, which is kind of another family that I really loved Absolutely. Um, and invest in. So it was definitely like God driven to just fall great? into when that. When he provides, oh, goodness, it was incredible. Need. Not always 
early when we no. want to know, yes, but right on time. It wasn't three years ahead of time. <laughs> Here's the no, plan. No. Yeah. Right, right. Here's your five-year plan. So. Right. I wish. That would be wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. So when you came into Kid Horizon, I'm just going to go back a little bit, and Ashley, you can jump in. We originally, Horizon was in a theater, movie theater, that's now in a fitness center mm-hmm. in the middle of Towson. Yes. But the kids were out in the lobby. I don't stuff. I don't know if you were here. I actually then. wasn't there for that. So it's... they were out like corralled in the lobby, right? That's Ashley? when I started volunteering. Oh, that's so funny. Um, what was that like? Well, I wasn't a parent yet, and so I don't think I was as nervous or cautious as maybe I would have been had my kids been there because I just didn't know. Right. But it was great. It was, you know, Sunday morning is not a very popular movie time. And so it's not like there were crowds of people walking by. Right. Um, But it was definitely, you know, thinking now from like a safety, a safety (laughs) standpoint, kind of creepy. (laughs) But I kind of started volunteering because at the time, um, Jackie was just an awesome rock star for Horizon for years and years. And she, um, at that time, was scheduling people and doing so many other things. But she was like, I need some people just for the summer. And I was like, oh, I can do that. I'll sign up for the summer. And now it's been, you know, 10 years or something. (laughs) (laughs) So Jackie is a preschool teacher. She kind of headed up the kids there. And then when we transitioned to meeting in the church building, Mm -hmm. she did that as well and she wrote curriculum and planned crafts and all of that she did tons of stuff and and I did not realize how much stuff until I got this job that she just did from the kindness of her heart and the amount of hours she has given to Horizon she deserves a medal (laughs) so Jackie if you hear this thank you (laughs) yeah absolutely thank you thank you Steph, when you stepped into your role, what were some of the transitions that you started, changes you made? That, that's a great question. You know, walking into the role, um, I was so excited when I first got the job, but then I thought, I don't know, I've never really done this. Um, and really had to, like, get the lay of the land and kudos to many people, Jackie included, and many others who had worked so hard volunteering um, because they really passed off so much good stuff. Like, they had done um, a great job getting the ball in motion, you know, going from that movie theater chaotic, potentially creepy scenario to a much (laughs) more, um, like, very functioning Sunday morning system. And I was so thankful. Um, And that was due to a lot of people's mm-hmm. time and effort just volunteer, um, right. volunteered. So I did. I just kind of took the first month and just figured out everyone's little part and what they did. And I shouldn't say little, like everyone's big part. Right. Um, and then figuring out how to maybe make it a little bit more consistent and streamlined, um, putting in some, some protocols like a fire safety plan and things like that that we didn't really have. Um, and then... These two ladies have put in all kinds of awesome safety plans. <laughs> Let me tell you. <laughs> we'll hear more about t- that. Regardless. my hat off to Ashley because I really feel like she's done the majority of, of the work with that. And that is a huge step. So... Thank you. It is. Yes. She is. So yeah. I don't know if our listeners know the Enneagram. Yeah. 
that Ashley is a six. I knew this was going to come up. <laughs> and she, we need sixes. Yes. You see things that other people I don't know. see yes. and help keep us safe. I, I know, yeah. I feel like we're a great balance because the things that Ashley really thinks about that maybe aren't even on my radar um, and that are such big improvements and helps. And I just, again, like feel like God's hand was just in that. And when we both started the position together, um, it's just been really great, I feel like, working with her. so yeah, It sounds like a good point to ask you, Ashley. How did you get into the leadership at, at Kid Horizon? So a couple of years ago, some of the people that had been volunteering um, in really high-capacity roles were ready to step down for a bit. Right. Um, so Christina Koch and I, and really mostly Christina, I would say, because just some personal family stuff happened, and it, it got really pretty insane for me. Christina, mostly, we we kind of took over the, the management slash leadership of Horizon for a couple of years. And then um, when Steph went on to maternity leave with Annie... Um, Horizon decided to hire a um, kind of a substitute person and so I job shared that with someone else um, named Miranda and then when Steph came back she decided to come back for half of the time that she had previously worked and so I stepped into that that other role Um, so Steph this might be a good time to kind of explain what we do yeah I was going to ask you what are your how do you job share what are your responsibilities so I, Ashley speaking, <laughs> do um, I do all of the volunteer stuff. So I recruit, kind of manage, help retain that kind of thing with all the volunteers. And then I also do all of the Sunday morning um, prep that's not actually curriculum. So like getting the craft supplies together, buying stuff that we need, <clears throat> um, just like setting up for Sunday morning. And then I do like the most of the Sunday morning experience, like as far as when parents come in and check in and I'm, I'm usually the face that they see and mm-hmm. then, and then, um, just kind of manage the Sunday morning as if it were an event, if you can imagine. Mm-hmm. She does a great job. I, um, do the curriculum aspects so the curriculum writing and email it off to Ashley who gets it all ready. Um, and then, oversee and lead the vision team we kind of do that together but mm-hmm. kind of putting a, the different dates on the calendar and so forth reaching out to them um and then also um planning and leading the events throughout the year for the kid and parents and families and um all what are that. some of the events that i i mean i know what some of the events yeah. are but tell the listeners what are some of the events Let's see. We um, have the Easter egg coming up in the spring, the Easter egg hunt, um, which is a fun activity. I missed, I was very pregnant with Annie, or just had her. I just had her, and I was like, oh, this is so fun. I'm sad to not be a part of it, but um, it's it's a great time for the families to come together and just have the neighbors join in, too, or friends of families. Um, mm-hmm. And you hide eggs. Are hide eggs, candy, crafts. Candy in the, yeah. involved? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like hundreds, 300 eggs or something. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, it's a lot of eggs. Yeah. Ashley did a good job stuffing them all. <laughs> oh, man. And <laughs> people donate candy. the candy, or do we buy it and put it in? or A mix of both. Okay. We have some corporate sponsors for some of the eggs, and then oh, we good. have, um, we buy some of the candy. and Yeah. yeah. Do, have we had a, quite a few neighbors come yet, or... 
We did. Good. Yeah. I'm just thinking of this last year as I was kind of thinking about it more. We did. We did have a, a good number of neighbors and um, from the neighborhood that the church is in and then also just neighbors of some of our faithful church goers. Right. Right. Yeah. That's great. So that's one event we had. What the else? The parent panel. The parent, yep. We um, sweetly met, met at Beth and Steve's house and parents came to um, kind of just... I guess newbie parents kind of came to pick the brains of seasoned parents and just hear a little bit about how to navigate some tough parent issues or um, just a, a night what, out to just What not to do. What not to do. <laughs> Steve and I are big on, we can tell you what not to do. That was wonderful. <laughs> I walked away feeling encouraged as a parent, like, okay, we can do that. Just a little good, rally good, good. We got yeah. into some middle school, high school yeah. stories, and I thought, oh, no, we've completely overwhelmed them all. No, middle school still <laughs> feels far away from good. me. I'm good. <laughs> We're still over here learning how to walk. <laughs> so. And ha, trick, what is it, trunk or treat? We did trunk or treat this year, yep. Um, the events team does that, which is really sweet of them, and it's always a... A favorite with neighbors as well. I think that it gets a lot of kids excited. Um, and this, the past two years, we've done tables where we decorate tables instead of actual trunks. Because so it's of inside. rain, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. rain and cold, and um, just we've done rooms. popsicles in the park mm-hmm. in the summer. So we meet at the park, and the kids all have popsicles and hang out. Cute. Yeah. Yeah. All different things. So, what are some things that you all do that you? think people probably don't know that goes on behind the scenes that we might be surprised i shop a whole lot <laughs> which is like good yeah, yeah. I, mean, I feel like i'm at target anyway why right. not right. right but truly i mean i a lot of the job is shopping i mean last month i had to get squares of fur fabric and for a craft for for people to feel what it would feel like oh, if Esau? Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. So we Cute. we taped it to their arms so they could feel what it would have felt like. And then um I had to get bows and arrows and <laughs> I mean just all different kinds of things are just so funny. The things that I'm constantly I have these like long lists going of these hysterical items I'm getting, you know, at Michael's. Do you have any fur fabric that I could <laughs> just have a small square? <laughs> it's funny, but yeah, I think that's probably one of the the more surprise. I don't think I do anything that's like super surprising. I think just with a growing ministry that um, the blessing and the challenge and the surprise of it is that you don't really know maybe the next thing that's coming or the next right. thing that um, is going to grow or is going to need our attention. So for this fall, we launched a kindergarten class um, and that was something that we just saw the need and saw that uh, we were ready to move in that direction. Um, but that, with that came, like, getting new furniture and a new a new set of lesson plans and all of that. Um, and more fur buying and yeah. <laughs> bows and arrows. Um, so with that, I think the surprising part is just learning to meet the different demands as it grows and changes. So why don't you just tell people, how is it divided as far as the rooms, the ages... What does sure. that look like? We have a tot room, which is birth through pre-K. Um, and it's, there's, it's divided in half. So, like, the little baby infants can be on one side, and then the older tots are on the other side. And then we have a kindergarten classroom, and then a lower elementary, which is first and second grade, and then an older elementary, which is third through fifth. And then, okay. And then the middle school program, which is not 
part of Kid Horizon, but that begins um, after fifth grade. Got it. Got it. So why did you have just a kindergarten program start this fall? We had a boom, I guess, five years ago of a whole (laughs) bunch of babies. We have 10 kindergartners. That's amazing. It is. And so it didn't feel quite right for them to stay in the tots room any longer because they were ready to have more of a curriculum where they're sitting down Mm -hmm. and learning and participating in a different way than a two-year-old would. And then they also, they're not reading, and so they weren't really ready to be in the big kids' room because we wanted those first and second graders who have begun to read to be able to learn on their level. So it really was just a necessity. It was a necessity. So we don't know what next year will look like because we don't have 10 more kindergartners. (laughs) So they'll go, right. So the kindergartners have to keep it kind of evolving. Yeah. According to the needs. Luckily our curriculum allows us, we buy it in like three month increments. So it allows us to, um, switch that out as we need to but for this year we definitely needed the kindergarten class and it's been a sweet class i've been in there twice and have loved it (laughs) they are so cute it's adorable they're so fun and they're so eager they're so excited that they have their own room and then now that they're in kindergarten in school all day that they have like their place at church they're my daughter's in that class and she just is right so excited to be there every sunday which is really precious they're great and they'll tell me what to do so one, yeah. one of the yes. girls was like, "Don't forget the video. There's a video." Yeah. And video was not in the in the list of yeah. curriculum I was given. It's like, really? Are you sure? There's a video. <laughs> so I turned it on, and there was a video that fit with the lesson. They're so cute. They are. They're so great. So tell me about the curriculum. Where does it come from? What are we doing? What are we all doing right now? Absolutely. It's um. The Gospel Project, we just launched it in the fall, so it's a little bit new to us, but we have fallen in love with it. Um, I've gotten a lot of feedback from teachers and parents alike, and it's it's neat that it starts in Genesis and goes all the way to Revelation in a chronological order. So I the kids that. really see, I do too, the kids really see the ways that the stories fit together and get a bigger picture of the Bible as a whole. Mm-hmm. Um, and then God's redemption... Um, is really a big part of all of that. And um, so that, that kind of just creates a big, a bigger picture and understanding for them. And then within each class, they're learning the same story at age-appropriate levels. Um, so a mom actually very sweetly was just being really encouraging and said, um, it was so refreshing that her taught and her kindergartner all like got in the car and were both saying what they learned and they could bounce off the same story to oh, each other in their own little um that's so great in their own little way so yeah that was really neat to hear that um but we are currently um finishing up genesis which was a lot about creation and headed into exodus that's great and i loved when i taught the the couple of times it always related even the old testament story to jesus yep. sure and and to us absolutely it wasn't just this story that happened way back when but related it back to them it was great yeah i love that how long will it take for us to get through revelation it's a three-year great study yep that's great and the idea is that at the end of the three years you would start over again because then you figure the kids that were tots are now in right you know the younger elementary class and so they're right they're learning it with new eyes and in a different depth and absolutely so we'll see how it goes. Yeah. That's really neat. I love that. That's so great. So tell me, um, what is the best and worst part of your jobs? Or I shouldn't say worst. Hardest. 
I I think the worst part for me, I'll start with the worst because it's easy, is <laughs> when the last when volunteers aren't able to come last sure. minute. It's sure. just stressful for anyone, right. you know, for someone to call in the morning or text in the morning or post something on Facebook and not get it to me <laughs> <laughs> that I'm sick. I'm not going to make it. So that kind of thing is like, you know, we have our safety protocols, as we mentioned earlier, and we want to make sure that we have enough volunteers and the right the right number of, of that. So that's kind of stressful. Um, I think the best part is just watching um, the blessing that the ministry is to families and really seeing that with my own kids, just watching them learn and be excited. And the other day I was in the car, <clears throat> excuse me, and Lillian, she, we call her our songbird. She just like really narrates her life with song, <laughs> just the most mundane things. And she just started singing the unit verse from the last, um, from our last unit for church and it was so sweet because it was like a really long verse and it was for a kindergartner to be doing that and singing it it was just really precious for me to hear it from the front seat as I'm driving and so just it's exciting to know that's not only happening with my family mine's the one that I see but for all these little people to be really hearing about the Lord's love for them and that's so sweet yeah I love that it's fun Mm. it's fun to get to be a part of it yeah how about you Steph Oh, man, the best part of the job has just been, you know, leaving a family-esque setting teaching was really hard. Mm-hmm. Um, as much as we knew there's it was best community. for our family. As a former teacher, there's community. Absolutely. There. Yeah. Absolutely. Sure, yeah. Um, and then entering into this Horizon family and Kid Horizon even more so, um, we kind of, me as, in, as my job and then also as our kids now are going through it, um, has felt like such a blessing. Like being a part of that family is um, been huge. And then hearing these little stories where that parent will say, "Hey, my kids got in the car, and these are the things that they took away from each of their classrooms, and they're pairing it together in the car as we're headed home." Or hearing a volunteer say, um, "Hey, because of that kindergarten class, um, it really." made a difference and I now want to volunteer in this capacity you know like just oh, seeing the way that things are changing <laughs> and people are feeling um just growing and learning and experiencing the positivity of that is just so so encouraging and so sweet um and then the worst part you know this is funny as I was thinking about the questions and thinking about today um I was Matt and took it Matt and I took our kids on a walk yesterday and I was like Matt the question is like what's the worst part of the job I don't even know what to say <laughs> and we were trying to come up with a good answer because I was like uh, there's so really anything <laughs> so there really isn't a great answer that I can think of for the worst part of the job because I really do oh, love good. right every aspect of it um I feel like so much of what I loved about teaching gets to be played into what I do now right um get to be home with my kids like just everything seeing people that we love every week, you know, right. learn about Jesus. It's, it's really been, um, just kind of like a dream job in this little season of our life. So that's amazing. I love that. Mm-hmm. So you talked about, um, the volunteers, what, walk me through what a volunteer would do. What, how, like how many volunteers do you have? What do they do? I don't know if you know numbers. 
we have over 50 volunteers, I believe. Wow. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, 50 to 60. Yeah. Wow. That's great. Yeah. It is. Because of a church of about 175. There's a lot of people That's a big percentage. Absolutely. Yeah. It's great. So, like like we said, we have um, volunteers in, in each of those rooms. So, we have a role that in each room, there has to be at least two volunteers just for accountability. Right. Um, so in the TOTS room, it's there's one person that is the vision team leader in there. We have a vision team of 12, 12 or 13 people right now. And they are our um, more, it's just kind of like the next level of volunteering. So they each take a full month of volunteering in the year, and they volunteer that whole month straight for consistency. The people on the vision the team. The people on the vision team. Okay. And so these people, um, there's one of them always in the TOTS room. And so that person is kind of leading the lesson for the TOTS Mm -hmm. and then um, kind of in charge of a few different things. So if you're volunteering in that room and you're not the vision team person, you're one of the other four, you're in more of a support role of playing with the kids, helping facilitate, um, passing out supplies for the craft and just just helping with all of that. And then with the other rooms, the other three rooms, you Seth does a great job of giving each of those teachers – their exact like lesson plan earlier right. in the week before they show up. And so many of the plans have like, you say this, then do this. You say this, then do that kind right. of thing. It's scripted, which it's, is great yeah. for especially somebody who's a little nervous about teaching. Yeah. It's great. And so they show up and all of the supplies are laid out for them and everything's ready, TV's on. And um, so they just kind of enter in and, and get started for each of those older classes. We are so thankful for every single volunteer. Like, it really makes Kid Horizon successful. Mm -hmm. You know, like, as much as Ashley and I do during the week, it only works when we have the volunteers. Oh, absolutely. Um, And so we try to make it as easy for them as possible. And we know that, like, coming in, we want you to just be able to show up and feel successful and confident. Um, So that's the ultimate, I feel like, goal is what we try to aim for. Um, And that's, yeah, everything... When you show up, everything will hopefully be just ready for you to just jump right in. Right. Um, Do, is there the any classroom. criteria for someone to volunteer? So we do a background check, um, and then we ask for three references, character references. So if it's preferable if you if the person has worked with children in the past to right. have a reference in that realm. But some people haven't, and that's fine, too. It could just be someone who knows you well. Um and then we, we just kind of chat with them. I get their okay to um, connect with them on social media. and That's smart. We kind do. of do some detective work. Right, now. right. A little stalking. <laughs> yeah, a little stalking. But that's okay. Yeah, because... On behalf of the children. I know. Sure. So we, we try really hard to make it a safe place for everyone. And so um, after that, we just kind of have conversations with the prospective volunteers and just figure out kind of where their passions lie and where they feel comfortable volunteering. And, you know, if they have any, um, just reasons why they wouldn't be able to, um, share if they felt like somebody was being hurt or something, we just kind of go through those conversations of like, would it be hard for you to tell me as like the children's minister, if you felt like something wasn't right with one of the kids or, you know, if something uncomfortable happened in a class and you saw another volunteer do something, would you feel okay telling me that? Is there anything that would keep you from... So those kind of conversations that we have to make sure that we're keeping our kids as safe as we can um, when they're 
in our care. Absolutely. That's really important. We also try to do training twice a year with all of the volunteers. Um, and if you're a new volunteer, we we have you come in a little early. We do a little onboard training. My husband, Matt, um, is a teacher, and so mm-hmm. he stepped into that capacity a little bit and helped I out. I didn't know that. He's a good teacher, too. Oh, <clears throat> well, thanks. Um, he is. He's, he's been really helpful. So... Yeah, we definitely try to pair a new te- new volunteer with a seasoned teacher as well mm-hmm. in the same in the same week. So it's never like whether you're a teacher or not a teacher. Like we're just thankful you're volunteering and just have these safety systems in place. Right. But yeah, we want it to be successful and easy for the volunteer as well, and never want them to feel like they're just kind of thrown some papers and be like, "Okay, see you in an hour, goodbye." <laughs> you know, like we want it to be. Um, just a great time for the kids and for the volunteers. Of course. Now, do you need more volunteers? Is there a particular age group that you need more right now? Or- I would say we always could use more volunteers. Um, right now, we're working on um, each of the volunteers. They're volunteering about once every six to seven weeks. Mm-hmm. We'd like that to be once every eight weeks. Um, and as this, as we've added that kindergarten class, that's two extra volunteers that we added per week in September. So that, that adds up quick. Right. Um, so we could really use, we use like, we use about nine volunteers a week. Um, it's kind of our, okay. Our safety limit and what we feel like is successful. And I wouldn't, and many of the volunteers are happy to volunteer in any room and we want people to be where they're passionate. If you, if you love volunteering in the kindergarten room, I want you in the kindergarten room. That's where it makes sense for you to be. So we're really open and could use more volunteers in each of those rooms because everyone's going to have the favorite room. And right. some people are like, can I just go in there and hold the babies? <laughs> can that be my job? And I'm like, we would love for you to right. do that. We, we have a need for baby holders Absolutely. because we have babies who don't necessarily want to be separated from their parents right. for that right. hour. Maybe sad. they want to be held. And sure. like, right. we would love you to do that. That's yeah. so cute. So we have that all the way up to like, we love you to be, you know, a teacher for the third fourth and fifth graders Mm -hmm. so it's we really want people to do what they want to do um and so in that sense we could always use more volunteers really in all of those areas and i love that there's guys down there sometimes old school that would have been just all the women but yeah there's married single parents not parents male it's a great dynamic it really is all different ages which is so important right right um we we just started this year letting our middle schoolers volunteer in the tots room i didn't know that how's that going it's been really fun they've loved it i think i bet a couple of them have come up and said you can put me in there as much as you want it doesn't have to be every eight weeks i can go in there every three weeks even (laughs) like i think they're just really loving being in there and it's been awesome because we want more people in there and the more that they're able to you know learn to serve and Absolutely. that the kids can, you know, feel comfortable with all different ages of people is really important. So we are so excited about it and it's been going really well. We have a we have three middle schoolers that are that have been rotating volunteering in the tots room. Oh, I had a parent really come sweet. up to me who has a tot and she said that her little one was having a little separation anxiety, but she really connected with one of the middle schoolers and she always looked forward to seeing if this particular middle schooler was going to be in the tot room that week. And so, so sweet. now she happily goes and just is excited to spend time with her. So that's so great. That's great for the mom. Great exactly. for the little one. Great for the middle schooler to feel being you like they're being used by the Lord. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think it's cool for the parents of the middle schoolers too, mm-hmm. to feel yes. like, Oh, my kids are learning what this looks like to right. 
give can shark. take responsibility and absolutely serve. it's That's been so really great. neat all around i'd say where do you see kid horizon growing where would you like to see it grow I would love for it to be truly birthed through 12th grade. Like I would love there mm. to be a, as, as our kids just keep growing. <laughs> yes, um, they do. Right now mm-hmm. we've, I think two years ago at this point, um, there's, they've started a middle school ministry, but I would love for it to be a cohesive, you know, we have a, uh, a plan in place because these middle schoolers are going to be high schoolers before we know it. So right. I would love to have right. all of that set up before we need it. Right. That How many be... kids do we have right now? I should have asked that sooner. We have over 60. Wow. So again, for yeah. a smaller church, right. it's astounding. <laughs> yeah. It's growing fast. Yeah. yeah. It is. Um, so that would be my, that would be my hope that we would be mm-hmm. ready um, before it's needed. To keep adding. To keep adding and, right. and for it to be a neat place for people to invite their friends. I mean, that's right. the whole point Absolutely. of church. We don't want this to just be for the kids that whose parents are committed, we want this to be a place that they can invite their friends to come and Absolutely. learn about the Lord and have fun. And um, So that would be my hope. I think my hope is that um, the kids would take what they learn and apply it outside of the outside of church, outside right. of the four walls of their classroom. So right. um, we're launching this summer a summer camp for rising third through sixth graders as a chance for them to take what they've learned. Oh, neat. And bring it to a camp-like setting. Um, Where are they going to be going? Skycroft. Yep. Okay. In, um, I think it's like Western Maryland. Um, yeah, Skycroft Retreat Center. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mark Stevenson actually had an, a fabulous time at this camp growing up, and he said it was really formidable in his spiritual growth, and so he was excited to have his oldest attend and invite some of his oldest peers. Um, so I think that that'll be really great. neat. I went to... Christian overnight camp yeah. from the time I was in probably third grade through okay. high school. Oh, wow. And different ones. Sure. But I loved it. Yeah. I loved being outside and being with other kids. It's a great opportunity. And, you know, and it was spiritually impactful, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So something about being away and being outside. Right, yeah. And, and meeting the Lord there. Sure. Um, I just think opportunities to maybe do, like, service learning or, you know, just even applying with you know, taking that serving oh, mentality idea. that the middle schoolers are doing, maybe bring it, you know, down to older elementary, younger elementary, just serving in some capacity as right. a as a community. Um, We've started that a little bit. We've had some of the um, the kids help with greeting. For yes, Horizon. that is my favorite. Yeah. And it's, yeah. tell, tell the listeners about that. So we've we've just invited on some Sundays. For kids to be to help, they will be paired up with an adult that's just greeting for the morning. So they might be at the front door of the church and just saying, good morning, welcome to Horizon, or, you know, kind of pointing toward where they the people should go at the bottom of the steps. And they feel so excited and important, and they are, and it's, it's sweet to see that. And then they've also been helping with food for thought. Um, we kind of prepare food for some of the children in our local school Um so there, Food for Thought is a program for kids that are food insecure at one of the local schools. Uh, they receive lunches at school, but what we do is pack backpacks for them to take home for weekends to have food over the weekend. Yeah. So our kids from Horizon 
I think they've only done it once at the at this point. They just we just kind of started that partnership, but they were so excited to be part of the little assembly line and just putting the foods and counting the foods and putting right. them in the bag and then writing little notes for the children and um, so some of that starting. But I agree, just for that to continue, that. yeah, That's it's so been great. really neat for the kids to experience. I think. So, the two of you have are busy. <laughs> no, everybody's <Yes>. busy. <laughs> you both have little children and husbands and family, and you're working and you do even more at church. I know Ashley's a link group leader. How? So, what is feeding your soul right now? You guys are giving out so much. Mm. How are you taking nourishment back into your soul? This year, I started. This fall, I started going to our local Bible study fellowship mm-hmm. um, that's just down the street from us. And it's been really great just to... It's such a great program. It's so neat. It is. And just to be really in the word a ton mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. in places that I probably wouldn't have like s- intentionally spent lots of time in First Samuel. <laughs> First Samuel. <laughs> yeah. Or, right. Um so, so been, is that David? Are you doing David? Is that right. A- We've just started David, but it was, we're, it's the journey through the promised land. Okay. Um, this fall. And it's been, ju- it's just been so good. And as, as our family has dealt with our own stuff this fall, it's just been the Lord's perfect timing of messages and reading and scripture has been really beautiful. Um, and life giving for me, I would say. That's so neat. I think the new Testament, I kind of expect to hear, yeah. From the Lord through the New Testament. But when you're reading an Old Testament story that feels disconnected, to feel and hear the mm-hmm. Lord speak to you through that is just so amazing to me. Yeah, I would agree. It's been really neat. That's great. How about you, Steph? I feel like for me, I've really just enjoyed soaking in this time with our kids. Mm-hmm. I, um, they're at ages right now where they just grow so quickly. They and do. every day feels like a new step of progress you Mm -hmm. know and just being a part of that and seeing that has been so um so enjoyable for me just seeing them seeing them take their first steps or say their first words you know like that has been so sweet um it it really does like feed my soul just seeing them Mm -hmm. kind of thrive and learn to to just love on each other as brother and sister and all of that so I love that. It feels like you're very good at being present in a situation. Mm, I try. It's not easy. (laughs) I know this is, you've heard this a million times, but it does go so fast. Yes. So it's good to appreciate all of that. They grow so fast. It's insane. Mine are all married and (laughs) out of the house. So it goes really fast. And then you have grandchildren. They're amazing. So what, what would you say is on the horizon for you personally? Because we've talked a little bit what's what your hope is for Kid Horizon. How about you two personally? My daughter just started kindergarten this year, so it really feels like our family is shifting. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's been, she actually goes to the school that Steph used to teach at, and it's just been the sweetest um, nourishing environment for her, and we've really seen her thrive. But it's also just 
it's been a transition for all of us. It is. The uniform, the well, packing school lunches. Years. The, oh, the lunches. The <laughs> lunches are so stressful. Why did you eat I was so thrilled when we packed our very last yeah, lunch. Yeah, I'm sure. After tell- like 20 years of lunches. <laughs> I was telling Steph the other day that when Lillian started coming home and I, I just started saying to her, Okay, if you don't want to eat that much, start with the dairy. So we, <laughs> so we it can, doesn't go bad. We can eat the pretzels later, but just start with the dairy. <laughs> so every day she's like, I ate my yogurt. <laughs> Yay! Start with the dairy. I love that. So yeah. So it's been fun, but it just seems like our our lives like it's just changing so quickly before mm-hmm. we know it. Judah, yeah. I mean, Judah's in preschool, but before we know it, right. it's going to be two kids in mm-hmm. elementary school. I mean, it's they're going to be phase. six and four this spring, and it. It just seems like we're out of that toddler time where, right. you know, diapers are gone. and That's okay. It's so good. <laughs> <laughs> we can't wait. <laughs> I know, but it just seems like our the family stage has changed. Mm-hmm. And so we're, we're learning what that means for us and for us as parents and, you know, how to support and shepherd our kids at this stage is just totally different. It's not holding right. them anymore right. as much. I mean, right. it's still some, but. Sure. You're not. That's good. You're not it's up good in the stuff. night. Every stage is mm. fun. It's good stuff. Yeah. So true. I feel like I would. I had. I wish I had an answer that had a big, big vision or a big goal or a big dream. In that, um, and when this question came up, I was like, I feel like so much of my day is just head, you know, head kind of down, thinking about the day to day, diapers and snacks and nap, mm-hmm. you know, like that sort of thing. And then this was a question that kind of like allowed me to pick my head up a little bit and been like where are we going? Like, what is our, uh, <laughs> why are we doing this? What is the, what is the big picture of all of this? Um, and I, you know, preschool will be right around the corner for us too. Um, my husband's getting a hip replacement in a couple of weeks, mm-hmm. which is a big surgery. Um, and next year we have house projects and vacations and stuff planned. But um, I think, yeah, for, for us, the growing the, the growing edge for us would be um, just Matt and I learning more about being a team as our as our kids are just growing. You know, what does that look like as a family? Um, just learning, learning day by day to just even connect better uh, as a family and just to go out and do the different things that we do. That's beautiful. I love it. Thank you, you two, for being here. This morning. Absolutely. Thank Thanks you for, for having, having us. us. Yeah, yeah, what a fun conversation. Thank you, Steph and Ashley. If you'd like more information about Horizon Church, and we'd love to have you come and bring your kids, check out our website at horizontowson.com. We're a community where you will be loved and have opportunities to be loved. Thank you for joining us on the Horizon.